Have you ever been praying for something for a very long time, and that prayer has yet to be answered? I know I have. In fact, right now I'm praying for peace in Ukraine, and I'm going, why are you taking so long? But I've had experiences of, of other things, too, that I prayed for a very, very long time. Maybe for you, it's for a child that you raised so very faithfully and well in the church, and they lost the faith or walked away, and you're praying that they come back, and they're not doing that right now. Or it could be for a situation in your marriage that it's not all quite right, and, and you've been praying for a long time that it be resolved, and it hasn't. Or you have a chronic condition in your life, illness, or some type of thing that is really dragging you down. And you're saying, Lord, please take this away from me. Please heal me, whatever it might be. And it hasn't happened yet. Sometimes we're praying and we don't get results right away. I've got this little book here I want to show you. It's small, but I'll hold it way up here. This is my prayer book. It's about 21 years old, and it replaced the, the spiral notebooks, you know, that you, you house all the paper. Because if I put it in my pocket in the summertime, you know what happens to the paper, that type of thing. So I got this thing. And I have prayer intentions in here that people have asked me to pray for. And some of these are 21 years old. Now, some of them are very general, as opposed to a specific thing. But some of them are specific. And some of the intentions in here have not been resolved up to this particular point in time. But every morning when I get up, the first thing I do in prayer is I open this book up and I start praying. And, you know, look at this. All the, all the papers fly all over the place sometimes. But I pick them up and, and I pray them. Sometimes our prayers are going to be for the long haul. <sighs> Can't explain it exactly why, but sometimes our prayers are going to be for the long haul. Think about the gospel now that Jesus said. When he introduced the parable, he said, this is a parable about persistence in prayer. Oh, boy. So we heard of this strange situation where this widow, okay, she didn't have any rights. She was at the bottom rung of the society at the time. This widow kept pestering this judge who didn't care about anything, kept pestering this judge to say, give me what is due to me. Give me what, is, what my rights call for. And he just kept ignoring, 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 until such times as she was so persistent, and he was afraid she was going to literally sock him in the eye, she was so persistent that he granted her what she asked for. Now, is that parable saying that God is this unjust judge who kind of says, I don't care about you, just, you know, leave me alone, and if you bother me too much, then I'll give, give you what you want? No, not at all, not at all. But, but the, the parable does say that be like the widow and just keep praying. Keep praying. Keep bringing your intentions to the Lord. Now, some of them aren't going to be answered right away, or some of them won't be answered in the way that you want them to be answered. But that second part of the parable, I think, reminds us of God's providence. God sees the great big picture, right? He's the creator. And we see the little picture, even though what we see is very important, and what we pray for is very, very important. But he's seeing the big picture is going to bring about what is good and what is best for us through those prayers. And Jesus was talking about 
God being slow, will God be slow in answering the prayers? Really, we could interpret it in this way. It's not so much a speediness, but rather, will God be with us during the time that we pray for these things that aren't answered right away? And, and we could, instead of using the word slow, we can use the word long-suffering. Is God long-suffering with us while we pray? And the answer is yes, because he sees the big picture and we don't. And sometimes since we don't see the big picture, it's going to be, when are you going to answer this prayer? Can you just get this thing resolved? So one of the things that, that I think is important for us to know is that as we experience these longer situations, that God is suffering along with us because he sees the big picture and isn't going to answer things in the way that we want to write precisely in the way that we think they should be answered. But ultimately, ultimately, as the parable says, God will answer this, our prayers in his providence because when we're praying, really, we're, we're offering what we're going to do at, at, during the Our Father. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he will bring about good things in us through our own long-suffering in terms of the things that we're praying for over the long haul. Because for one thing, it brings us to God, it brings us closer to God if we persist. And it brings us into the company with God in a way that we wouldn't if we said, okay, pray that this, this thing go away, God, and then God takes it away right, right away. It brings us into a closer union with God as we persist in prayer with him. We're in it from the long, for the long haul, and so is God in it with us for the long haul. It's kind of a different lesson about prayer, isn't it? Because when we pray to a good and provident God, and you're good too when you're praying, when we pray to a good and provident God, we expect things just to kind of come together the way that we want them. But, you know, God's dealing with a lot of things. God's dealing with our own free will and the free will of other people, and God doesn't manipulate that free will of other people. So it's kind of like God brings things into place first in spite of or because of our own free will and that of others before the prayer is answered or the situation is resolved. Think of it in, in, in this way. How long did it take for Roe v. Wade to be adjudicated in the way that is in favor of life? It, it took 50 years. And people have been praying for 50 years, and I believe God answered those prayers. People have been praying for 50 years that that situation, that adjudication be resolved. And it was. Another thing, too, you know my hero, St. John Paul II. He was Pope starting in 1978 when I was a freshman in college. And who would have thought, seriously, who would have thought that around 89, 90, that the Berlin Wall would have fallen, and that the Berlin would have fallen without a war, without World War III, but it happened. And, and St. John Paul II may not have been the only person involved in that, but he was involved in that. He spoke to his people in Poland and said, peace, 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 peace. No war, no war, no war. And guess what? There was peace and there was no war. I can't help but think that St. John Paul II was involved in that as a spiritual leader of the world and the church. And you know what? It took a long time. But people were praying and all of a sudden he was in the right place at the right time. And we call that 
providence, not coincidence. So this is, this is kind of how we can see that dynamic of God working in terms of those long-haul prayers that we have. So like the widow, stick with them. Like the widow, tell God, share with God where you're coming from with this particular situation, whatever it might be, just like she did. And, and, and look to him. Look to him for his providence. As he suffers with us, he's also with us. As we suffer through the situation, we know that God is ever close as opposed to being very, very far away. Here the widow. She teaches a lot in her poverty in terms of how we can come to see the providence and the greatness and the glory of God in our lives.